Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the William & Mary Sports Podcast. I am very excited to bring you another episode. I also wanted to mention that it is the podcast's one-year anniversary, so that's pretty cool. Um, Anyways, in this episode, I will be giving a recap of the Tribe's most recent win against Maine yesterday. I hope you enjoy. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a minute and tell you about my new merch store, I'm sure you've heard already, but I am selling merch on my website now, and so if you are interested, the link is in the description of the episode. Um, Your support is always greatly appreciated. I will have some pictures up on the screen now, but I wanted to show off the hat that I received yesterday. Um, I know it's going to be difficult to see it, but it's white with a nice leather patch, and then it has the logo on there. Um, That is so far our top seller, so if you are interested... We have hats, sweatshirts, and regular t-shirts available for purchase. Alright, so today I will be starting with the offense um, after the win over Maine last night. Um, So, if you watched the game or you were in attendance, you would have saw that it was just sort of a running day again um you know it was rain was on and off for the entire game um which led the tribe to really keep it on the ground for almost the entirety of the game so we didn't see a ton of passing um Bronson Yoder had 25 carries 163 yards and a touchdown so he was really put to work um and he did great things for us yesterday Malachi Emo had 12 carries 103 yards um he was really crucial um, in the second half, getting to the outside and, you know, running running kind of those stretch plays where he has the different skill set than Yoder does, and he's able to get to the outside and, you know, create some explosive runs there. And then Martin Lucas, who is more of a power back, similar to Yoder, had 11 carries and 40, for 49 yards and a touchdown. He was a key factor in uh, closing out the game yesterday. So um, just it, what we saw yesterday was just insane depth at the running back position. Um, you know, every, every guy's getting, getting a little bit of the workload and it really showed that every, every guy is willing to, uh, you know, step up to the plate and, uh, all, they were all factors in helping the team win yesterday. Um, you know, as I said, wasn't a ton of passing, but when there was, um, it actually looked the best it had all season. Um, especially the offensive line. I, like when we went back to pass, I'd say the majority of the time the pocket didn't collapse, which was a problem. As um, in weeks past, we've seen Darius have to roll out of the pocket within the first one or two seconds, um, and usually having to throw, um, just kind of kind of a not not full not a hundred percent pass. Um, but you know he we we I saw an improvement yesterday. Um he threw for 85 yards and a touchdown and only 13 pass attempts. Um and I I thought I thought it wasn't it wasn't too bad considering that we didn't really throw the ball at all yesterday. Um you know, towards the end of the game, we did see Bronson Yoder go down with an injury uh which did lead him to be carted off of the field, which was um probably our worst nightmare to see. Because he's such a huge part of the team, both both on the field and off the field. You know, he's a fifth year senior. He's a leader. He's been here since we what went, um, 
three and eight, something like that. Um, he's been here from ups and downs, and you know he, he he's just he's just the leader that this team needs to be able to you know fulfill potential national championship hopes. Um, so that that was that was really scary. Um, Mike London in the press conference was very vague on what was going on, and you know that's to be expected. I'm sure he didn't really know fully what was going on either. Um, but he didn't seem too concerned, which we don't know if that's just how he's what he was supposed to do in the press conference, or if he's genuinely um, not n- knows that like it wasn't something super serious. Um, but overall, we you know we all hope he's okay. Um, we all hope he's made he's going to make a recovery, and um, hopefully it's not anything permanent uh, for him. But um, shifting just to the overall offense, um, you know, it was it was slow in the first half, I'll say, but um, it really really picked up in the second half. Um, you know, back back to the first half, the the offense looked like it had been in weeks past, which was honestly, frankly, just not not great at all. Um, but once the second half started, it really looked um, it really looked just different. Um, I believe it, it's going to be the turning point of the season where we start to see the offense be more consistent, um, especially through the air. Uh, we didn't really throw in the first half at all, but you know we saw a little bit more boldness in the second half, um, the, even though there were only obviously 13 pass attempts. Um, that was when we, that's when we saw Darius be more comfortable in the pocket, um, obviously him having a pocket, and then the receivers getting open for him there too. Um, you know, I, overall, I was really impressed with the offense yesterday. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think we were all just kind of waiting for a breakthrough uh, there, just to, you know, the offense has been scoring 23 points, which was pretty good considering, and then we scored 15 points, which was pretty disappointing. But now going out there and scoring 28 points and looking like a top five team, um, that that was really really impressive yesterday for us. And I hope to see more of it in the coming weeks. Moving on to the defensive side of the ball. Just like past weeks, not a ton to say here. And that's always a good thing if you're not going to have to talk about your your defense a lot. Um, Once again, they prove why, in my opinion, they are the best in the entire country. Um, People can debate that, but if you just look at how many points that we are allowing throughout the season, I think you are kind of forced to agree, honestly. Um, this is the third straight game where the defense is not allowed a touchdown. Remember last week, though Charleston Southern did score a touchdown, it was on a kick return, so the defense was not responsible for that one. And then obviously, um, what, two weeks ago against Wofford, those were two field goals, and, today, and yesterday, only one field goal. So j- just, you know, it, it's 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 honestly... It's honestly a lifesaver that we have a defense um, like we do. And us being able to not, you know, not fully, but I would say heavily rely on the defense to, you know, not not allow what, like, in the in the range of 20, 20 points-ish. Um, that, that, you know, that, that gives us a, a lot more breathing room, um, especially when the offense was struggling a little bit. But, um... You know, j- j- just a really good performance there today. Um, I know I don't have stats available yet because um, ESPN doesn't count defensive stats as stats, 
But I what I do know from watching the game is Nate Lynn and Pius both had sacks. I don't know whether it was one or multiple, but I both but I saw them both get sacks um, and TFLs as well. Uh, Kevin Jarrell also looked really really good defensively. He is a senior captain, um, and that that was that was really exciting to see. Um, you know, another another big name getting involved at a at a at a high level. Um, you know, the defense I believe is the na- is a national championship level, um, and you know the offense, while not entirely proven, um, I think it's fair to say that the offense is not proven at all. I, I think it's fair to say that the offense is still not great. Um, you know, we we did have a good game yesterday, but that's one game, and we don't really know if that's going to maintain or not. Um, but hopefully the offense can get to a level of consistency where we don't need to rely on the defense entirely. Now, that doesn't mean we can't rely on the defense. That just means they're not going to do everything and us score seven points and the other team score three. We're not, like, because it's just unrealistic for us to go into the to the FCS playoffs and we're going to play, I don't know, Montana State, who destroyed us last year. It's just not realistic for us to have to rely on the defense for them to hold them to under seven points and then us in the final score being seven to three because that's that's just not going to happen. But if we get the de- the offense, excuse me, to the level of consistency that we saw yesterday, us being able to score once every two drives, something like that, that is like a level of consistency where where we could still compete for the national championship because we have that defense. Um, which which um, we're all thankful for there. Um, and like I said in past weeks, you know, there's two sides of the bargain for me. Um, the defense is holding up their end, and the offense, I think, if, if they perform like they did today in every other game, they will be holding up their end. Um, but I just I want to see it for multiple weeks to, you know, confirm it, I guess. Um, but that will do it. For the episode today, thank you all so much for listening, and uh, I will have a recap out next week after the Elon game. Um, once again, if you are interested, check out my website um, for merch. Uh, that will be available in the description of the episode. And if you are buying tickets, remember to use code WM Sports Pod at checkout. That's going to get you twenty dollars off your purchase. And uh, once again, thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you next week.